Welcome to Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinsy in the Shadowed. <laughs> and this is episode 174 in a... Yes! Yes, no. 175? 73. 173 in a almost-weekly so series. So close. An almost-weekly series featuring uh, a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. So last time, we avoided instantaneous death with a poem of epicness. And now we are here to see what happens. So Dungeon Master catches up on what happened last week. In previous weeks, the party has been trying to fight their way towards some sort of large, gigantic demon off in the distance. The Green Dragon Empress has been helping them out. And uh, of late, they party uncovered a beholder. This one having its middle eye apparently ripped out, so there was no anti-magic field. And for those who have not been listening to the episodes for all that long, the party has been on something called the Path of the Immortals. Uh, Cesar and Xanatari are the furthest along, but Mithrin and um, Carl are also on that. I believe Carl actually has... Uh, at least one success on there. The others have, I believe, three. And Mithrin is still waiting for his first at bats. However, he's got some weird stuff going on. And essentially, I gave the party the opportunity to stretch their wings, flex a little godlike power or some strange, strange things, and they utterly decimated the beholder. Yay! Huzzah! And, uh, Mithrin, I don't remember what happened to you. Did you fall back over, or did you just stop and sit back down? I fell over. Okay. Like, kind of passed out. So, to set the scene, the Green Dragon Empress is further along down um, the line of the Illusionary Drudges, still apparently believing that there are uh, Drudges, which are the tiny little demon scarabs that have been chewing things, apparently chewing things to death. And we're kind of left with a moment of quiet after the party has done all this death and destruction. So, scene is somewhat set. Let us go to Cesar. Hello! <laughs> um, so, having bested the beholder through various means, uh, I think... Cesar would look around for any impending signs of danger, anything relatively close by. Nothing that you can see. Oh, and by the way, uh, you believe that you saw a number of other multicolored heads on the Green Dragon Empress, aside from just the green one. I remember. Um, that's just to follow up the recap. No, there appear to be still the illusionary drudges, but nothing additional. Okay. He'll um, head over to Mithrin and uh, check on him, and he'll pull out one of his healing globes and throw it at the back of his head, and it drenches him with green goop that heals any damage that he may have taken. Okay. S let's see. Carl. Yes. You've done your mighty attack. 
impress some people. Beholder's dead. Beholders are part of snow now. Uh, with Carol just having made a snow eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll stand up and wipe the snow from his robe and uh, well I also wander over to Mithrin and say I think he's still unconscious. Well Carlos and my just Whoa, Mr Mithrin, that was some mighty fine words. I wish I had so much of them. So much of them like you just Said, oh, you're unconscious. Is he unconscious, Mr. Cesar? Uh oh, muted. Or. (laughs) 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 Um, I I don't know, let me check. By the way, Carl, um, as you were walking away from your snow angel, uh, there is a very soft kind of movement in the ashes. Oh, Lord. And for the briefest of moments, there is a flicker of fiery glow. Maybe two points of a flickery flying glow. Tell me it's Looking out from the pile. Um, but uh, anyone looking over would have missed that. Okay, good to know. Xanatari. Xanatari is still looking over at the dragon and uh, something the dragon was fighting. What was it? The dragon has been fighting the drudges, still thinking that things are going. Yeah, there was something else I thought that was happening over there besides the dragon. Just fighting. Well, there, there's a large, giant, gigantic, colossal, you know, all the big, big words, um, demon trying to scrape itself up from some hole. Right. Distance? That. But I thought the dragon was fighting something besides dredges. But anyway, she's looking over at the dragon in that battle and kind of preparing to step that direction. Okay. Um, you haven't quite fully determined uh, what, your, what sort of portfolio you're looking at right now, are you? You want to be the junior assistant... Demigoddess of what kind of thing? You know, what what sort of thing would Xanatari try to be the something of? I'm not sure what you're asking. She's a war priest, so... Kind well, of- you, she, she, she's a war priest, but with everything that's been going on, stuff is starting to unlock. Your, obviously, your powers are growing. You've been on this path. No one's really ever sat down and explained in character to what it is. But if there was, you know, how some people are like, there's the goddess of strawberries or <laughs> patron saint of X or Y. Yes. What sort of portfolio or area might you gravitate towards this, you know, Xanatari of the something might be of interest. Oh, um, well, I mean, she sort of already has the storm experience, the lightning experience. I guess, um, like, weather is already something that she's known for. Do you want me to pick a different area? Well, there's the weather portion, but right now, with how far along you are, it's got to be something kind of very finite and and smaller than just the weather in general. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Well, I mean, she's got winter, which is a wolf. So perhaps mm. there's some kind of a um, like carnivore connection. Okay. Okay. So, um, do you start heading off towards the Green Dragon Empress? Yes. Okay. With winter. Yes. Are there any rolls you want to make? Um, I want to check kind of peripherally on Mithrin, so I wouldn't mind, um, you know, just, I guess, making a perception roll to see if I need to toss him a heal. It looks like she would have seen Cesar throw his goo of healing, so... I just want to make sure that's effective before I leave him kind of laying unconscious in the dirt. Okay. So. Go ahead and... Yeah, right. This is the one where I have to get the virtual app to roll for me again. Does anyone have real dice? I'm still not unpacked with my dice. Got one. Okay. Will you roll, please? That's uh, 13. Okay. So, perception's 14 and 27. Okay. Um, Mithrin seems to be alive. Okay. You did indeed see uh, Cesar use the healing goo instead of the acid globe. <laughs> That's good. And oh. you don't see him happening to uh, pick his pockets or anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. You do know, so where do you have the um, the Empress's charm located at? Um, I thought it was a piece of jewelry, like an earring. Okay. Um, when you're looking in that general direction, you see something out of the corner of your eye as if uh, there is a glow or maybe um, feel the earring bumping against the side of your skin or feeling warm. There's there's some sort of sensation about the gem. Okay. Um well, I will I will take it off and look at it as I'm walking. Okay. It appears to have activated. Okay. What or it it, it's now it's growing glowing a faint emerald green color. Mm-hmm. And sort of I guess it's not the best to push it. It feels like it's pushing into your palm. Kind of if you, if you take your finger and you press it into your palm repeatedly. Yes, poking me? Yes, but not okay. not painfully, but it seems to be... Like trying to get my attention or directionally? Undetermined at this point in time. Okay. Um, you swear you see yourself in the facet, the facet of the gem. All right. All right. Well, she's still going to go to the dragon and... Uh, Regardless, so I, I guess she will ignore it unless it starts to burn or do something else crazy and put it back in her ear. Oh, I remember what it was um, at the end. Uh, Bert fired up and launched Death Rays. At the thing demon. that the dragon was fighting, yes. Toward, yes. Yes. The dragon has not made it to the demon yet, but um, Bert is lit up and is right now still blasting towards the demon. Okay, yeah, so she's definitely going to follow Bert. Uh, Bert's not moving. Well, follow his shooting uh, beams to what he's attacking. Okay, so you're just going to leave Bert where he is? Well, if he's got the range, I'd rather he stay out of it. Okay, very good. Mithrin! Yo. What kind of state of mind are you in right now? An unconscious state of mind. (laughs) Just exhaustion, (laughs) yeah. 
It's like I'm having great dreams about ice cream yeah. cones. It's awesome. Um, They're just rainbows, unicorns. It's great. You actually kind of smell pancakes. Mm. I like pancakes. Um, did you have a bedroll? I did, yes. Um, do you remember if you managed to throw it out before you um, <laughs> threw it down on the ground before you fell down? I, I'm pretty sure that would not have happened, yeah. Okay. Uh, to your unconscious mind, it feels like you're actually laying on a bedroll and you're smelling pancakes. Well, this is fantastic. Um, can I see anything? Or, am I, or is it just like a strict uh, um, smelling sense here? Well, you'd have to kind of try to wake up a little bit. Uh, I would like to do that then, yeah. Okay. How do, how do you wish to go about that? Uh, open my eyes and just see <laughs> if I can move. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you, you, ha- you having your Crusader thing and having your van braces broken off and stuff, is that something that you can do? Uh, I don't know. I can try, I guess. I can try and open my eyes. Do you, Okay. Or would you like to make an uh, athletics check or an endurance check? Um. Sure, I think I think in. Uh, I don't know. Would endurance check or would a constitution check be more appropriate? Uh, let us do constitution check. Okay. All right. And nope. Oh, whoops. Roll dice. That is not so good. Uh, okay, so that's seven plus. So twenty-one. Okay. Um, you managed to crack one of your eyes, and you are definitely laying on a bedroll. And there is a lizard man or something like that that is in the center. Well, it's ahead of you. Um, seems to be cooking something that smells like pancakes. But as you start to wake up, there's more of a meat factor to it and something else. Okay. Um, how far is this away from where I am? Um, well, for safety's sake, it's about 10, 15 feet. Okay. Um, I would like to try and call out to the lizard person with just any any noise I can get out of my mouth. Preferably words that make sense, but... You know, if that's not happening, I'll take whatever I can get. Okay. Um, the Lizardman doesn't exactly start, but uh, there's a slight degree of tension and sort of a snuffling sound as it turns its head and regards you. And um, yeah, uh, just kind of kind of looks at you for a moment, blinks, and then kind of scuffles forward and starts to kind of poke about your face, sort of kind of prying one eye open and sniffing at you. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to ask him what he's doing. You know, I, I, like, what, what, hey, what, what's going on? What, you know, maybe try and slap his hands away if he's poking at me too roughly here. Okay, um, you're a bit feeble trying to slap him away, but... Uh, it stops and um, gives <laughs> you an Please, answer. No. 
it gives you it gives you an answer. You intrinsically know that it is not common, but uh, rather um, some sort of lizard man or draconic language. But you are able to translate it. Well, that's handy. And you get an answer of um, protecting you. From what exactly? I'm, the only thing I'm smelling is good food right now. Meaty pancake, bacon pancakes. This is, sounds great. The something something about the dark sleep. Oh, I bad, am bad, not, bad magics. Uh, dark sleep. I am not familiar with what that is. What's that? Um, again, something along the lines of what you've been infected with. Well, that's. Not good. Okay. Uh, do you wish to make any sort of other perception check? I would like to make a perception check if I could. Um, I would like to... Um, I guess I'd like to check whether or not I believe his motives. Like, does this guy seem like he's actually protecting me, or is it all a ruse, or uh, that sort of thing. So I will make a perception roll here. And we get... All right, 24. Okay. Um, well, since it wasn't a bluff check or anything along those lines, you don't see any weapons that are physically drawn, like he's not checking your eyes and also holding a weapon down anywhere near you. Um, your vamp races are off. And you see the others are arranged around you and sort of around the circle of fire. Asleep. I, I'd like to ask the lizard man, or, or actually, I wouldn't even have to ask. Um, is it light out, dark out? Is it day, night? Dawn. Dawn. I'd like to ask, how long have I been unconscious? Mm, mutters something and then holds up what looks to be uh, four fingers. Four days? Uh, four suns. Whoa. Um, am, am I able, you know, can I roll to see if I am actually able to sit up and maybe wake somebody else up in the party? Mm, soon. But let's go back to Cesar. Hello. Uh, your healing goo seems to be effective on Mithrin, but he is extremely out of it. Okay. And, uh, still unconscious, but, um, some of the head wounds and other things, uh, some of the cuts and scrapes seem to be starting to heal. Sure. Okay. Okay. But he's going to be, uh, a bit of a burden for a bit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try what I can do to try to rouse him, um, shake him, yell at him. Nice, half-gentle slap. Okay. Um, doesn't respond to any of that. Okay. Where, by the way, um, is your uh, emblem of the green dragon? Um, I think I have it disassembled in my pouches. 
Okay. Uh, you're going to notice some sort of green light leaking out at some point in time um, from your pouch. Hmm. Okay. I won't do anything about that till I figure out what to do with Mithrin. Okay. Um... And Xanatari was has headed off, correct? Yes. And where's Carl? Uh, probably as close to your shoulder as he can get without uh, being charged rent. It's not perched on it, asking for crackers? <laughs> he very well could be, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Cesar, cracker, please. <laughs> um, well, Xanatari's heading off, but we've got someone unconscious here. Uh, is there... There's no real good transport around to to bring him along with us, correct? Um, there is. There, there's oh, either winter. there's either Carl, or you can throw him over the back of the mechanical squirrel. No, yeah, you have Winter too. Winter as well, yeah. Okay. The the robot probably makes most sense. They just have no idea where anything is right now. Is that nearby? Uh, fairly easily obtainable. There we go. I think he'll um, he'll say uh. Carl, keep uh, keep an eye over Mith- on Mithrin here. I don't know if he's going to be getting up anytime soon. I think he put a lot into that uh, that killing blow. I'm going to go uh, get uh, some transport for him. Just just keep watch over him till I get back. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an arcane check, please. Ten. Let me check my newly updated level sixteen character sheet. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I let's see. see. Twenty nine. Um, Bert blasting away is easy to notice and see. It still looks pretty awesome. Uh, you were there when Bert destroyed the Draw City, correct? Oh yeah. Oh yes. You know the power of the beam, right? Uh huh. Yep. Um, to Cesar only, kind of seems odd the beam's not doing anything to whatever it's shooting at. At all? Well, you know, you're at still a considerable distance, but, okay. uh, I mean, not, it blasted away a city, and the it's demon... It's not thinks, anything, or... No, the demon's still crawling out, but it's clearly hitting the demon, or seems to be. Okay. It's just like a laser pointer. It's driving mm. all the cats around crazy. Yeah, essentially at the moment. But okay. it's the same sort of awesome color and hum that... Yeah. Okay. Good to know. But it's not talking yet. Right. That's good. Okay. So, yeah, so you can go get the squirrel if you want. I'll do that. Okay. Carl! Well... Carl standing over Mithrin and looking towards Cesar. And after a few seconds, he'll just sigh and uh, pick up Mithrin and throw him over his shoulder and starts walking towards Cesar. Okay. Um, you've got still got the yin yang necklace, correct? Correct. Uh. That was what the Green Dragon Empress gave you, or is that what you crafted on top of what the Green Dragon Empress gave you? Uh, he already had it, but he um, inserted a, a dragon emblem into his necklace, into his Jingyang necklace. Um, since you are focused on helping Mithrin, I'm going to give you 
without a role, the knowledge that for some reason the balance of the yin and the yang isn't right. Oh, can he feel uh, which way its um, balance is shifted? More, more yang. Uh, something here is definitely not right. He'll absentmindedly uh, grip his necklace. Go. That's not a good feeling, Mr. Misrim. Okay. Could you please wake up and help me? I think you might know something about this. Petting his, his head. Um, for a moment also, and when you pet your head, uh, you swear that you feel... I, I know you're probably not one big for very big for a... Uh, um, a bedroll because you tend to sleep in trees and stuff when you've been traveling. Um, you swear that your hand brushes absently at some leaves. Maybe a branch briefly by your head. Um, but there's no leaves or branches there. You scratch his head some more and uh, trying to craft something. There. Mr. Cesar, is there a spider sitting on my head? Huh? Is there a spider on my head? He didn't realize uh, he was following him. He thought he was going to be waiting there with him. (laughs) He's right behind him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Ah! I told you to. Oh. Um, what? A spider? Um, he'll look. No, 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 no spider. Aw. It would have been oh. hilarious if there's a giant spider on his head. Oh, no. Uh, just, uh, I just see your head. Thank you, that's very comforting. <laughs> Please tell me when there's a spider on my head. All right. <laughs> the next time I see a spider on your head, I will tell you. Thank you, Mr. Cesar. Nope. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Weirdest interaction ever. I love it. Zanatari. Yes. Uh, there's motion behind you. Okay. Uh, I will also give you the knowledge that um, Bert does not seem to be accomplishing much, much with his awesome ray okay. of death. Um, but you're heading towards the demon and the green dragon empress, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. Anytime that you look away, like you're making progress, anytime you look away and you look back, you realize that you are actually back more towards where you started than the distance made. But it seems to make sense. Why would it make sense to her? (laughs) Well, when you've got like an action dream going on, Right, and you just walk forward and you get nowhere. It's like you're yeah. on a treadmill, but it's on the ground. Yeah, but it just seems to make sense, so you keep dreaming it, figuring that you're going to get somewhere, somewhere, at some point in time. Yeah. Um, you're kind of having that feeling of deja vu, like you've walked, but with all these drudges around, mm-hmm. there's no real good marker for distance. So it could be just the dragon is really fast. Okay. Something, but you kind of get the... 
Okay. Uh, I want to do an arcane check because um, just want to see if there's any kind of strange magic that would be holding her back or any kind of like, you know, uh, mind sort of altering something that would be going on. Okay. So, would someone roll GH20 for me? Got it. 13. Oh, math is hard. Um, 31. You have the feeling that you're cursed. Oh, really? She's been cursed before, when she was that undead, uh, in the undead world, I assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would feel familiar. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Oh, and by the way, that the, the earring yeah. um, is still doing whatever, but it's kind of like... Poking sensation is sort of like your face is rolling against something and it's kind of poking you. Okay, well, uh, knowing, getting this feeling that I'm cursed, and the only thing that I have recently that's different is the earring, she's going to draw a conclusion that perhaps it's from the earring. So I'm going to set the earring down on the ground and back away. Um, okay. And as you're backing away, what do you do? Um... Well, I'm going to separate myself a bit from Winter, because Winter also has a charm on his collar. So whatever she's trying to get some perspective from is not going to be visible if she's on Winter. So I'm going to leave Winter there next to the other charm and just back away. Okay. See if it's uh, a distance-based curse. Okay. Um, you As you back away, it seems to make sense that the earring is... On your head, but you are hearing Mithrin talking to something about pancakes, bacon pancakes. And even though now you start to smell pancakes. I start to smell pancakes. <sighs> Go into This the is the most delicious curse ever. Where there's <laughs> awesome pancakes made out of bacon. <laughs> Or go into the real world with a dragon and a demon. Is our, like, end boss Mrs. Butterworth? <laughs> it's Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima yeah. the Mighty. Actually, they team up together and become the Sisters of Syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please let that happen. Yeah. It's gonna be the, the finishing move will be the calorie killer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Wilfred Brimley will come out at the end. Yeah. Diabetes. Now you check your diabetes. <laughs> You do it every day. There's no excuse. You stupid idiots. Get on there and check your diabetes. <laughs> Listen to my mustache. <laughs> okay. Um, well, she's going to go back towards uh, Winter. and um... Winter's by your side. How can Winter be by my side if I backed away from Winter? It just makes sense that Winter's by your side. Winter's always by your side. Oh, by the way, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that super roll go. That, um, that earring isn't cursed. Okay. That's not, the, the earring does not feel like bad juju. Well, then, if it wasn't cursed, I probably wouldn't put it down and back away from it, right? Well, you're doing process of elimination, and I'm giving you nuggets as you... Okay, so I'm going to, if Winter's next to me, I'm going to touch Winter and make sure that I'm touching his collar, which has his charm of the dragon on it. Okay. Um, yep. 
It's there, and it is glowing green. Mm-hmm. And you are hearing some kind of, like, sighing, whimpering sound. Mm-hmm. And sort of a, a brushing sound as if a paw is scratching on the ground. But Winter's not moving. Uh, no. But it sounds like winter when winter's asleep at a campsite. Okay. Well, hmm. So I'm getting the impression we're really asleep and this is all a dream. There's I, something going on. I'm going to I'm gonna try to find this earring on the ground, wherever I believe that I put it. I'm going to kind of like blindly scrabble on the ground close to where I thought it was. Okay. Um, you scrabble around, ignoring the fact that it is on your ear. If you continue to scrabble, um, you feel something soft, and then you feel winter's fur. Okay. <sighs> and there's no nothing tripping like my mind. Um, uh, I forget what it's called. Like there's no mental. Um, foolery, McFoolery, happening around here that's, like, kind of messing with us, because that would have tripped my trap there. The mind link is actually both very silent in terms of you're not hearing the others on it, but you're hearing kind of your imagination go wild on it, just sort of, like, whispers in the background of different neat things you'd like to do, and even some days, just the mundane, I would love to have a day off and sit around, you know, Winter Haven. Mm. Okay, I'm going to turn back to other where I see the rest of the party and try to meet okay. up with them. Okay, that is easily done. You go walking right over and... Okay, and I'm going to tell them, hey, Scissor, Scissor and Carl, and huh? I'm, I'm going to pinch them. Like, literally, Ouch. I'm going to pinch them. You were that close. Ah! You are to do this, but why did you do this, Miss Centauri? <laughs> There's a spider on your head. No, I'm no! kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think I think something strange is going on here. There, there's definitely something wrong right now. Have you noticed anything strange <laughs> <laughs> besides the giant dragon and the um, yeah, all the rest of the monsters and the demon and besides that. I'm having a little trouble uh, waking Mithrin up, but uh, other than that, no. I think we're dreaming. Something is going on, and I think we're dreaming. Okay. Maybe this this icing we just defeated would maybe it it made us dream that we would uh, have defeated while it's still alive and eating us while we speak. Well, that's a pleasant thought. <laughs> what an active imagination you have, Carl! Remember, what Carl, what Carl tends to think and dream tends yes, to happen, that's so... that's not good. Um, uh, she's going to show them her earring and how it's kind of glowing and ask about, uh, like, where where are your dragon charms? You guys got something from the dragon, too, right? Yep, mine's uh, glowing away. Okay, and so... So if you take it, go ahead and take it off. By the way, every single one of you, um, as soon as uh, Carl is done mentioning teeth, you sort of feel like there's a hot breath on the back of your neck. 
and the pinprick every once in a while of needle-like daggers just every once in a while just caressing. <laughs> it could just be all... Damn it, Carl! Thick, somatic, whatever the, the thing is now. Yeah, psychosomatic. He's got to stop thinking about it now. Yep. Okay. Um, yes, I think I think that something's going on. I'm I'm sensing that we're cursed, and I'm looking at my earring. It's glowing, and your 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 dragon gifts are glowing, and something is strange going on here. Hmm. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm a bit loath to to remove mine. I remember that being specifically impressed upon us to to make sure we had those and and had them on before uh, all this began. I don't know that I want to uh, to really test that. Well, here, I'll take mine off. And then she takes hers uh, off and lays it on the ground. Backs away. Okay. And what happens? Roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have um, backed away. Mm-hmm. And then sort of felt that kind of pinprick of teeth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the earring is back on your ear. To everyone else, it makes complete sense that it's back there. Exactly. She's going to turn and then go, look, look at me. I'm wearing this earring. Mm-hmm. She never actually she never actually took it off to the rest of you. She just. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were going to take it off. Cesar, you take it off. I said I'm not going to take it off. By the way, if I had two copper pieces for every time I heard that. <laughs> just a side note. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I don't know. He won't believe me, and I've clearly taken it off. So, all I can do is take it off and show it to him and say, hey, do you see that this is off of my ear? Look at it. Just kind of waving her hand at you, Cesar. Yes, I I see that your hand is off of your ear. (laughs) I've got your nose. I've got your nose. (laughs) Okay, I think we're going to have to do something extreme here. Can we wait until we get to Mithrin? Yes. All right, Mithrin. Um, breakfast smells wonderful. It always does. You haven't been slaughtered yet by this lizard guy. Uh, you've noticed that the party is sleeping around you. And you notice that... The party is sleeping around. around. <laughs> it just can't stop. Well, that Cesar, even even in even in the deepest of sleep, is still going to go sleepwalking. But he will <clears> take it <throat> off, not for anyone. No. Um, off in the distance, there is a berm that you are unfamiliar with, and there's a large number of lizard men that are either patrolling the area or um, kind of staying on top of that berm and watching. You have a couple more lizard creatures that are in the camp. Nothing seems to be pilfering your bags at this point in time. Um, but you're kind of sore as hell, like you've been definitely out for four days. Okay. Um, so this seems to be a large encampment that we are in. It's not like one lizard guy taking care of me. There's like tents and stuff all over or no it's like literally you guys just kind of laid out your typical campsite 
Okay. And um, there's the one primary guy that seems to be taking care of you. Gotcha. Um, do forget, we killed that lizard guy. Yeah. Just FYI. Um, um, actually, uh, Mithrin would not know this, know that because he came around after. after. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to be in character here. Like I'm trying not to act, ask questions that I wouldn't know. Um, I guess at this point, um, looking around and unfamiliar everything, I, I just have to ask uh, the person or dragon guy taking care of me. Um, what's your name? Um, answers in some name, and I don't know how we want to call him, so we'll just shorten it down to Rudy. I don't think I don't think I don't think we've had anything named Rudy yet. All right. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like okay. It's a, it's some Dracon, it's some draconic name, but you know, for some reason, this party has bad translating powers when it comes to to names. They just kind of hear whatever they want, and well, it's it's we have a problem with umlauts. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there's probably a lot of umlauts in this one. Yeah. And and, and some of those squiggles over the ends and. Yeah, yeah. Tildes. Tildes, yeah. thank you. Um, you have passed this way before, though, Mithrin. Okay. You were, you, um, you were by yourself. Yep. Um, or at least you thought you were by yourself, but obviously you have a party. And you know who they are, and you even know who the monkish guy is that's asleep over on the ground. Uh, actually, he's, he's up in a tree. Okay. Um... Hmm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I, in, in character right now, I'm, I'm very confused. Being just woken up, no idea how I was asleep for four days, and what happened. Uh, do I have a memory of the beholder encounter? Absolutely, you have a full memory of whatever exorcism doohickey. Okay blam blam thing that you did like okay. i said your, your your van braces are unlocked and they obviously weren't smashed off right okay um i guess i i really want to make a priority to try and talk to the other party members at this point so um i'm gonna try my damnedest to uh eat, roll out roll over crawl over to whoever is closest to me and at least try and make like a physical contact to wake them up. Okay. Um, the closest one to you is going to be Carl. But you see off in the distance, uh, Xanatari kind of start and starts poking with like a hand, sort of flapping around on the bedroll. Reaches over, grabs um, Winter, and sort of drags Winter closer. And Winter is sort of having the you know puppy nightmares. Or puppy dreams. Hmm. Okay. Um, but you, you, can you, can I, over, you can get over to Carl. Okay, yeah. Uh, how high up in the tree is he? <laughs> You're like, damn you, monkey man, for being way up there. Um, It's sort of a shorter tree, so if you could get yourself up to your feet, you could probably thwap him. Okay, I, I would like to try that. Um, would that be a strength... No, it, it'd probably be a good telling and telling of a tale of how you managed to. Okay. Um, 
so completely weak, weakened uh, by exertion and just beat up and just tired as he has ever been, like bone tired. Um, I start crawling and clawing my way towards Carl, um, never having felt this type of weariness ever before. Uh, it, it's just such a, not only is it like a body crushing kind of weariness, but it's also just mental exhaustion. And as I, you know, very, very slowly crawl my way over there, I will be, you know, looking up at Carl, you know, and starting to call his name, you know, Carl, it, it almost like a, a drunken man, be like, Carl, 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 wake up, Carl. Okay. Um, Carl, you hear, uh, someone calling your name, but it sounds like whatever's doing it is using superheated steam to call your name. Kind of just this very despotic, sorry, demonic, despotic hissing sound. I was going to insert a finger into his ear and uh, poke around as something hissing. Do you hear this? It's like, um, like, like a fly in my ear. Uh, there's actually, you, when, you, when you pull it out, there's actually a spider on your finger. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roll for phobia. <laughs> actually not that afraid of spiders. Maybe <laughs> Okay, he's, he's gonna hold it at a leg and dangle it in front of the others. Is, is this real? Or do just I see the spider? Um, everyone sees a spider, but you, Carl, see the head of Mithrin on it. I think I saw this Worst in spider ever. <laughs> Uh, but everyone else wait. Say, everyone else sees that he actually pulled a spider out of his ear he's uh, taking the, the Mr. and Head <laughs> uh, spider uh, uh, closer to his eyes what no Is, what's up with the spider is this Got a face of Mithrin? What? He's gonna throw it away. Okay. Um, Mithrin, uh, suddenly his, Carl's hand comes striking out and cracks you in the side of the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's almost sort of a motion of as if he had like a booger or something and was just like wiping <laughs> it at the top. It just it's so rapid fast that he just smacks you in, in the side of the head, and you hear him muttering something about your name. Okay, well I'm gonna you know even the even the you know slightest smack from this you know monk master is obviously going to hurt. So I, I am going to, you know, take that and uh, 
stored away in my mind somewhere that I will pay him back with some very, very nasty thing in the future, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> it will still go, I'll be like, Carl, you dumb shit! Wake up! <laughs> Stop hitting me! Wake okay. up! Do you hit him at all? No, I, I don't hit him. I, I, I'm just... I, I don't have the strength to hardly even lift my arms, you know, let alone, you know, strike a blow. So I, I am still just yelling. Okay. Um, Carl, as you sort of are studying this spider and then trying to get rid of it or whatever it is that you're doing with it, um, you feel the hand with the spider on it suddenly connects something against something. Um, judging from your training, you just smack somebody in the head. Okay, he's. And I look at his hand. Go. I think I just hit something. Is there something invisible? He wave it in front of his uh, point where it just connected and try to grasp for something. Okay. As you lower your hand from the ash pile, a being of fire leaps towards you. It looks like a snake, has coals and embers for eyes, its mouth is wide open and there's like uh, splinters that are dripping fire, the entire mouth is kind of you know lit up, it's this whole sort of very demonic snake, and it launches itself at you. And right before it connects, you... Your eyes pop open, and you're staring at the sky. It's a dawning sky. And you have a, uh, a branch nearby, and there's leaves actually kind of covering part of your face. But the transition is like almost as if it is going to strike you, and the last possible moment for, before the nightmare, I don't know if you have bad dreams or whatever in real life, but just that moment where you get the, it snaps you right back into reality. Okay, he's gonna go woo and uh, roll to his feet and take some sort of uh, defensive post, uh, defensive um, stance and look around. Um, based on where you're at and trying to do that in a disorientation, uh, you fall out of the tree on top of Mithrin. I knew it! To everybody else, um, that being um, Cesar and Zanatari, uh, you don't see anything launched at Carl, but Carl suddenly collapses with um, Mithrin still on his shoulder, so both of them go into the dirt. Cesar will look to see if anything maybe attacked anything nearby that could have done something. Nope. is just going to look and say, See! See, I told you something strange was happening. Look, I never said something strange wasn't happening. Alright? I just was waiting for you to take your earring off. <laughs> Don't start that again! Um, Cesar will go and check on uh, Carl. See if something is visibly or obviously wrong with him. Okay. Despite the usual. Mm-hmm. 
Um, somehow, Carl, in his greatest ability as a monk, how he fell, he somehow wound up on top of Mithrin. But the splash damage, you know, how he fell, wasn't just kind of like suddenly going down and Mithrin was still on his shoulder. This looks like Carl fell from some short, relatively short height onto Mithrin. And there's kind of this whispering voice in the back of your head, but it's kind of at a distance of, um, like, ow. Or whatever sound Mithrin would make having been landed on. I can tell you what he'd make, but that's not, you know, that's not PG, so... (laughs) Fresher, 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 fresher. I'd probably be a little spicier than that. Mm. Yes, but we'll keep it at the fresher, fresher, fresher for the moment. Sriracha. That needs to be added to everyone's vocabulary. Sriracha! Yeah, that's definitely the new the new curse word. One of the people I used to play with, his uh, verbal command for all his big deadly spells was Sriracha. Well, why not? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a good word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, between... Okay. Winter, I guess you want to turn. Whose <laughs> <laughs> dog was that? Uh, Sorry about that. Kevin's. Oh, okay. There are I was like outside. trying I, to. I wasn't place fast on the mute. <laughs> mm. Um. Okay. So between Cesar and Zanatari, you have an open floor for stuff, and I will just kind of chip in as. Um. Well, I don't. I think Cesar hasn't really experienced enough weirdness personally that he thinks that he's going to think anything except for that where they are is is reality and so he's going to make an effort to um I don't know how close they are to the squirrel but he's going to go get the squirrel if it's not close and bring it back and try to load those two up onto it so that that way they at least have some mobility okay Okay, so you have picked them up. Zinatari, what would you like to... Um, I'm going to check them out to see if anyone needs healed, because Mithrin's obviously going through something crazy here, and uh, I don't really know how far <laughs> how far uh, Carl fell. So I want to um, basically just assess their health. So if I need to do constitution check, if I need to do a a perception check, whatever you think is uh, helpful in this situation. Well, let's let's do a nature check. Okay, nature is pretty good. Okay. Ready? Yep. Eight. Uh, okay, that's twenty. Okay, um, your intentions are good, but you sort of feel like you've just rolled over winter, mm-hmm. and as you are progressing towards the Mithrin. Carl, pile, it's getting warmer and warmer. Oh, dear. 
Okay. Um, I still want to know how they're doing. Uh, they seem okay. Okay. Well. But you're getting very thirsty. It looks like they're going to be fine. No, like no, nobody's bleeding. Nobody landed in a fire or anything. N- no. Okay. But whatever is cooking in your head smells really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like these, there, there's more than just pancakes there. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to um, feel around and see if I can detect where winter begins and ends. Okay. Um, behind you. Okay. Uh, can I shake winter and try to like poke him, pick him up? Uh, Winter's actually poking you, again, as kind of the puppy dreams, the paws are everywhere. But Winter, to your vision, is just sitting there kind of looking at you, tongue lolling out the side. Okay. Well, that's what she's going to do for now. Okay. Um, But yes, you you can go and, and, and shake Winter. And if you keep shaking Winter, um, you hear Winter bark. And then winter falls over. Okay. I will keep shaking winter. Uh, winter is just dead weight right now. Okay. Maybe he woke up. Okay. Uh, to Mithrin and Carl, um, eventually after some period and point of time of trying to cuss at each other or apologize or whatever things, um, you feel the sun kind of, as it's rising, the light kind of block out. And winter kind of comes over and lays across both of you. <laughs> Stupid dog. And bo- bo- both of you get a very loud kind of howly, barky, whiny sound in your ears. And then it gets up and tries to um, drag Mithrin towards um, Xanatari. Oh, I just love being like the just the the doll for people to pull around and fall on me, hit me in your sleep, whatever you like. Throw you into worms. Yep, I'm I'm just whatever. <laughs> you got thrown into a worm, but you came out. You know, you came out in the end. You came out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, really? yeah. Yeah, that was a good pun. Break on through to the other side. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I was um, just talking with the Lizard King, maybe. So, there you go. Carl, you you, you have ascertained that you are indeed on the ground. Uh, Mithrin is kind of dragged out from underneath you as um, after winter has sort of smushed into a pile. What would you like to do? You look around, can you uh, look at Cesar anywhere? Oh, yeah. Cesar is... Uh, over on a sleeping roll, kind of tucked under a blanket, and very much asleep. Okay, so he wander over here there and uh, um, say poke him in the chest multiple times. The singer. Okay. Um, Cesar. Yep. Uh, something feels like it's poking you in your knees, in the back of your knees. Uh, he will 
swat at that area and look to see what's poking him in the back of his knees. Um, doesn't appear to be anything, but it's frequency and almost in some cases hesitation makes you think of something that's a, a feeling like that Carl would do. Is Carl awake and poking him in the back of his knees? No. Carl's still up in a pile. Got it. Okay. Um, he'll kind of shake his head and then go about securing them to the uh, mechanical mount. Okay. Um, Carl, you, you kind of get the blow off from Cesar. He just kind of rolls rolls over. Five more minutes. And... <laughs> He's just kind of reaches over, grabs a bag, shakes it, and then seems like he's trying to put it, like toss it at the squirrel. Like he's, he would toss it in the direction of the squirrel, but he doesn't actually. He just kind of picks it up, shakes it, and then puts it back down. Hmm. So, Carl, um, does. <coughs> Very um, uh, out of words here. Um, it's a very serious voice. Say, Mr. Cesar, I'm very, very sorry, and slap him in the face. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Um, Cesar, do you want to wake up, or or would that slap wake you up, or would it prompt some other reaction from you? Hmm. Well, it would certainly bring back memories. Um, <laughs> that would be the thing that shortly follows to take it off. Yeah, probably. Usually doesn't have a, I'm very, very sorry before it. Um, i trying to think. That yeah, that would probably. after. <laughs> Maybe. Um, that would probably wake him up, yeah. Okay. And do you wish to describe the waking up, uh, whose name you may be calling, whatever? Um, he would, uh, he would receive the slap upon his face. Uh, he would bolt up, like sit straight up, um, pushing his, shoving forward with his, with his arms in front of him as hard as he can and go, Sriracha! Okay. Um, if and when you open your eyes, you're approximately half an inch away from Carl's face, probably. So we will leave it at that. Uh, Zinatari. Yes. Um, Carl falls over. Carl's already down on the ground with Mithrin. Sorry, uh, Cesar falls over. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay, I'm going to go over and check Cesar now and feel really, really abandoned. Okay. Um, well, you can't find anyone named really, really abandoned to... <laughs> no, I'm not going to feel up an NPC named really, really abandoned. Well, I'm going to look at Cesar. Okay. Um, Cesar looks like he's sleeping. Okay. I'm getting desperate now. I'm going to have to pull out something sharp. Okay. Uh, perhaps I have a brooch somewhere. Okay. And uh, I'm going to poke my leg really hard. Okay. 
ahead and describe your wake up. Okay. I'm going to pull out a brooch. Looks awfully familiar. Um, perhaps it's the remnants of something that was used a long time ago to uh, uh, interrogate some drow. So I've kept it for sentimental reasons. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to open it. <laughs> Making sure Gross. to uh, to sterilize the end in the fire ahead of me. And then um, kind of look around, seeing that she's all alone, no one's around here, and de- definitely needing to wake up, something desperate. going to grab it and just go for it, stab it right into her leg, in the side of her thigh. Not towards any major artery areas, but, you know, enough to be painful that it would snap you out if you were in some kind of dream. Okay. Um, in this world where the other ones are, uh, you suddenly sit both upright, having a combination of a Charlie horse, but due to a new touch attack, you uh, shock your own leg <laughs> with lightning. Leg with lightning. Yes. Great. Okay. Well, that's quite the wake up. Um, well, that's karma, man. You it know. kind of is. Yeah. Okay, so uh, kind of leaping up and then, you know, like trying to run away from her own leg for a little while. Sanchari will, will, will be awake. Okay. Essentially, you'll probably manage to stand up in surprise, and as you try to move one direction, you'll just kind of fall Lots. back over. Yes. So who wants to find out what happens next? I do. Okay, well, you have to wait for next week. And Atari, take us out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonored.com. Find us on iTunes uh, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast, which will at some point have some new episodes coming up, hopefully crossing my fingers, at genesee.com. Uh, and you can check out bantercast.net, which is where we're having an aggregate of several podcasts that are part of the network. So stay tuned for next week, uh, where we will have another worldwide adventure. And subscribe if you are watching us on Twitch. Bye. Later. <laughs> <laughs>